You're listening to the Thriving Mom Podcast. I'm life and nutrition coach Ume Uguta, and I'm here to help you create the motherhood of your dreams without sacrificing your health and well-being. On this podcast, we dive into mindset, strategy, and skills that will help you stop surviving and start thriving in the beautiful chaos that is motherhood. Are you ready, mama? Let's journey together. Hello, 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 Thriving Moms. Welcome to another podcast episode. How are you? I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. I hope that you've been inspired by my clients and their stories that we've shared in our Gift of Coaching series. And I'm just hoping that you've taken something with you to be able to just feel confident going after what you want, whether it's this season or in the next year. I'm so grateful to be able to support you through this podcast. And for those of you who are thinking about coming to work with me one-on-one, I'm so grateful for you too. And I can't wait to coach you because guess what? The world needs more thriving women. And I'm just glad to be a part of that movement a part of supporting all of us to get to a place where we no longer feel like we need to sacrifice our health and our well-being and shut ourselves down for other people's lights to shine. There's enough space for all of us and we can all shine. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the thought it keeps happening, which I think is so timely because we've been getting a lot of snow in Yellowknife. And it's so interesting because almost every morning when we wake up, we see these little fox paw prints going up the stairs to our front door. And the interesting thing is when we moved into this house, so we've lived here almost three years, the previous owners had dogs. We don't have any dogs because my husband has allergies. And frankly, I don't want to have to deal with dogs and kids at the same time. That aside, I think that the foxes, the community foxes, they had this friendship that they developed with those dogs. So when we moved in here, like they were always coming. They would come in like twos and threes. Sometimes they would come sleep underneath the deck at the back of our house. And we just thought, you know, it's going to go away. But then after a year, a few of them kept coming back. And I remember this one evening when I'd come home from the grocery store (laughs) and I'd driven into the garage and I was trying to come out. And then I saw a fox coming to the garage and I freaked out. But... It was just so interesting how these foxes, I don't know if there are many, if there's one or two, they just assume that they have a relationship with the people who live here. Now we see one maybe a couple of times a week and they just come and sit maybe at the front door or they'd climb and then when we wake up in the morning, we'd see them in the camera. I promise you this is going somewhere. The thing about this is initially when this started, I would be very irritated. Like I would keep asking, why do they keep coming? Don't they know these people don't live here anymore? But I decided to get curious about why the foxes kept coming. And then I realized it's probably just a pattern that they've been used to. And now they're trying to unlearn. So like I said, initially we would have like maybe two foxes would come or a couple of them. And now we have maybe one come. I know no one's going to come to feed them. We don't have any dogs. We're not going to engage. Of course, my kids like looking at it. I like looking at it and taking videos and posting it on Instagram. But that's as far as we're going to go. And I know eventually, maybe the fox will get the gist and stop coming. Or maybe it won't. But you know what? I'm not even paying attention anymore. We just notice and we're like, oh, the fox was here. 
and that's as far as it goes. I don't get irritated. I'm not concerned. I know for sure it's not going to come in my garage because I probably scared it when I screamed. <laughs> but I wanted to share this story because I think that when we have the thought it keeps happening, this is exactly how we behave, right? So I'll have clients that I'm working through things and then, you know, we keep coaching on the same thing a couple of times and they start to feel frustrated and embarrassed about, well, I don't know why this keeps coming. I don't know why I keep thinking this way. I don't know why this is still a problem. And I think that this is for us as humans, because we've been conditioned or we have this reward mindset where we like to see things wrap up and close and get that final excitement and happiness that it's done. We tend to come into coaching or personal development with that mentality. We think that there's a problem with me that needs to be fixed. And once this problem is fixed, I'll no longer struggle. But thinking this way doesn't help us. Because when you think about coaching, when you think about personal development, many of us are going through a journey of unlearning patterns that no longer serve us. And sometimes that could take a while because your brain has been so used to thinking on the surface level. And going deep might feel scary. Your body might not be ready to deal with that. So we just need to give it time. So many of us will have this thinking pattern. It might not show up as a thought. It might show up as a behavior. So in our coaching, what do we do? We always go, what is the thought that's leading to this behavior? And typically it comes from, I don't know why I keep doing this. This keeps happening. When you're thinking about focusing on your goals, when you're thinking about working towards something that you want to achieve, you must recognize that there are behaviors that are going to keep coming back. For instance, you're trying to heal your relationship with food and your body. And maybe one of your things used to be, just feeling shame every time you eat emotionally and you think, okay, you know what? I don't want to eat emotionally anymore. I'm going to start paying attention and getting comfortable with my feelings and meeting myself where I'm at. But then you notice over time, you might keep going back to you had a hard day and next thing you know, you're sitting in front of Netflix eating a bowl of Cheetos. And what many of us typically do is we judge ourselves. We get that awareness of, oh, I'm sitting here with a bowl of Cheetos. I did not pay attention to my emotions. And then we start judging ourselves. We become really hard and unkind. Subconsciously, that might be happening. But consciously, we like pat ourselves and say, it's okay. You know what? We can get through this. I want you to pay attention to when this disconnect is happening. Because this is typically when that thought of, I don't know why this keeps happening, comes up. You must recognize that disconnect between how you really feel and what your behavior is showing. Because you might be thinking, oh, because I'm thinking it keeps happening. That's why I'm meeting myself where I'm at. But it's not. That's probably a different thought. So you want to separate those two and really clean up the this keeps happening. It keeps happening because until you get to that place where you notice this thought and how it's making you feel entitled, how it's making you feel frustrated and maybe disappointed, you're going to keep coming back to it. You're going to keep staying in that loop and you're going to stay in that loop for as long as it takes you to live into who you are becoming. And then at that point, it'll be time to graduate. So if you're someone who keeps thinking, it keeps happening. I shouldn't be here. I should be further along. Pay attention to your entitlement to this experience that you're having. Notice how you're judging yourself. 
And when you judge yourself, guess what happens? You block the door. You block off any opportunity to get wisdom from what your body is trying to tell you, what your inner child needs, what your future self is trying to bring to your attention. You close off that communication. You close off that link. And it's like I was telling my toddler the other day. So she's trying to learn this cop song thing where they do with like the red drinking cup and singing. It's a whole thing that her sisters are doing. And she's struggling a little bit. I mean, she's four. She can barely figure out her left from her right hand. (laughs) And then the other day, she was so frustrated. And she said, I'll never learn how to do the cop song. And I had to remind her. I said, you know, when we say never, we shut the door. We shut the door from our learning. Rather, we can recognize that this is really hard and it sucks. Can we just say that? And then can we keep the door slightly open just in case we find something that we didn't see before? Again, if you have the thought it shouldn't be happening or it keeps happening, I shouldn't be here, I should be further along. It doesn't mean that anything has gone wrong and you're not wrong for saying this, but I just want you to notice because it can be very subtle and it sounds very innocent but it's not. So instead of getting frustrated and wondering, I don't know why this keeps happening, could you leave the door slightly open? Perhaps come from a place of curiosity where you're like, hmm, I wonder why this keeps happening, right? I wonder why I keep thinking this. The emotion here is curiosity, not judgment, not we're trying to fix anything. We're just curious, right? We're trying to learn more. I was talking to my client the other day and it's so funny. She was saying how there's a part of her that tends to feel a little embarrassed and ashamed when she notices that she's talking too much. So all her life, she's heard that she is too much. She needs to, you know, simmer down and calm down. And so now she's very watchful of that part of her. And in this new environment where she is, she's like trying to tame it down because she doesn't want to be seen as too much. So every time she catches herself showing up, when she catches that part of herself come up, she pauses and she shuts down. So she just stops talking because she notices. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting that whenever this part of you shows up, you shut her down, right? It's like looking at a toddler and your toddler says, I have something to say. And when they start talking, you just send them right to the corner to go sit in the corner at the closet. What do you think the toddler will be thinking about? How do you think that toddler will feel? This is the same thing we do to ourselves. So, so many of us, we want to show up in the world. We want to play bigger. We have all these goals that we want to achieve. And we want to do all these things, but hide the pieces of us that we think do not deserve to be seen. We want to hide the pieces of us that make us feel or that we've been taught to feel embarrassed about or ashamed about. But guess what? When all the lights are shut off, when Instagram is not there anymore and you're home by yourself or just going to bed at night, guess who's waiting for you? The little person that you shut up and asked to go sit in the corner. She's waiting. And then that's when your inner self-critic is going to show up and give you a piece of her mind. Y'all know what I'm talking about? So now imagine if that part of you showed up and you're like, oh, okay, I recognize what's going on here. There's a need that you want me to fulfill. I hear you and that's okay. I've got this, right? It's that simple, but it's not easy to do for so many of us because this is not how we're trained. 
And this is why we need to cultivate that skill of compassion. A big thing when I'm coaching my clients, I'm like, we're just going to throw in all the compassion here because that's not something that comes naturally to us. But when we start to pay attention, it's like, okay, what am I missing? Why does this keep happening? Then we're curious. And then we don't throw away the pieces of us because guess what? That piece is very important and is there for a reason. I always tell my clients, you can't go out into the world as a whole person when there are pieces of you hiding at home. You got to bring all the pieces in your purse and we walk out that door and we just talk to the little pieces and say, you know what, today I'm going to show up as my future self. Not because the little pieces don't matter, but because they just need attention and we can still give them attention and still do what we need to do. I was talking to my client the other day and she <laughs> she was laughing at this whole concept of future self. And she said, well, I bet my future self doesn't struggle with what I'm struggling with right now. And I said, isn't that interesting? Because you're struggling right now. Guess what she is trying to teach you? How do you think she got to that place where she no longer struggles? It's because she was willing to stay here and recognize when her brain is telling her it keeps happening to change that and become curious. And do what she needs to do at this stage so that she doesn't need to deal with it in the future. How smart is your future self? This is not something we need to think about for too long. It's just a subtle mindset shift for so many of us. When you start thinking this keeps happening, I shouldn't be here, I should be further along, I don't know why it keeps happening. Just be really careful that you're not feeling entitled and frustrated and blocking off the wisdom that needs to come and blocking off the learning that needs to happen in that moment because that learning is what's going to propel you to move forward towards your goal, towards what you're trying to achieve. There's nothing wrong with you. You just haven't learned to meet yourself in that space. And if it keeps happening over and over again, it's an opportunity to go deeper. It's an invitation to love on pieces of you that you probably didn't pay attention to. Nothing has gone wrong. It's just part of the process. If this is something that resonates with you, you know you're struggling with this and you're just feeling stuck as you work towards your goal or even think about what you want to achieve in the new year, I'd love to invite you for a consult call. Let's talk through it and I'm going to give you some tools that can help you because you don't need to put yourself in a place where you keep thinking that things aren't working and then impede your growth. We just need to shift your mind a little bit and shine a light on the areas that are working and help you to bring in that curiosity and compassion as you work towards your goal. Okay, mamas, I hope you have a beautiful week. And as always, keep thriving. Thanks for hanging out with me. If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to take that work deeper and implement one thing that you learned this week. And if you'd like to take this work further, come work with me inside my coaching program. You can go to oliveandbliss.ca to learn all about me and how I can support you.